Welcome to Super Talk, the podcast that scratches your superhero itch. Just two suburban dads nerding out over superhero stuff on the small screen and the big. Buckle up, people. Enjoy the ride. Welcome to Super Talk, the weekly podcast dedicated to news and reviews of comic book media on the big and small screen. This is episode number 54. I'm your host, Brian Professor Pettis, and with me, as always, is my illustrious co-host, Titanium Tony Estrella. Back from Florida, from the fishing trip. The open state, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Went on a little fishing trip, um, visited a good buddy of mine down there, uh, Dr. Nick Rutledge. He's a podiatrist, great guy, had a blast, has a nice piece of property on some... uh, some on a river down there and uh, real close to the ocean, and it was a blast. We had a lot of fun. And your feet are in good shape, too, so. My feet are in great shape, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he was like, yeah, your, your feet are all right, you know. You're in good shape. Now, my friend Tim, Tiny Tim, he got a very low foot rating from Dr. Rutledge. So Dr. Nick gave him the kibosh on his feet. He even got a pedicure before he went down there. So because he knew the doctor, because he knew he would look at his feet, <laughs> and he was like, "Nope, your feet are like a five. Don't you ever wonder five. that? You ever, you ever like hang out with or or you know go to dinner with people who are doctors, and and you're like, man, I bet you they're like judging me, you know? Like, oh, yeah. you know? <laughs> they're they're well, like a dermatologist is like. Are they looking at my mole? Right, right. <laughs> right? You know, it's just yeah, like a wonder. You, you got to prepare for that. Yeah, uh-huh. absolutely. But yeah. he's he's such a great guy and uh, a, a super fun time we had. So shout out to, to Dr. Nick. All right. Well, before we get started, uh, I, I did want to allow Titanium to, to make a little bit of an announcement this week. So I, I think he's been working hard at finalizing something we've had in the works now for, for a while. Um and we're crossing our fingers, but uh, it's looking like the Fairfax Comic Con event is happening this year, uh, and we are registered. Correct? They have accepted our application, All right. so we are registered. Have you given them any money yet? Yes. That well, that means everything, right? <laughs> They've taken your money and cashed your check. That, yes. that that's a good sign. Yeah. Um, hopefully, no refund in the future, but. That's good. So, uh, what's the plan? We we have a date. We have uh, we have a date. I need to work out some um, some details with uh, the organizer there at Expo Center. Try to get some power to the table. But we will be there March fifth. March fifth. Mark your calendars. March fifth. Uh, we're going to be at the Dulles Expo Center in Chantilly, Virginia, uh, at the Fairfax Comic Con, and we will have a table there and hopefully do another live show there. Yeah, we'll give uh, we'll, we'll do some giveaways. We'll you know be meeting some people and. Tell them about the show, giving away some some shirts and stickers and hats and things like that. But uh, the plan is, you know, if we can make it work, we'll we'll record an episode live from Fairfax Comic Con while while all the hubbub is going on there. So it, that'll you know, be fun. Should be fun. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. I hope that works out. Damn this virus. Yeah, but. we'll we'll see. You know, the, again, this is an event that we had planned on doing last summer. Um, it was originally delayed and then ultimately canceled. Um, and now it's been rescheduled for this March. So yeah, exciting, you know, and, okay. and you know, we're going to be amongst our people. So hopefully, That's right. uh, hopefully we'll have some good things to, to report from there. Nerds assemble. <laughs> right, exactly. All right. We also want to thank, uh, the patrons that bring the show to you. And these are the, the listeners who sponsor the show directly. They donate a dollar per episode, uh, just help bring the show to you. Uh, patreon.com slash super talk. If you want to sign up, 
Uh, thanks to those who have done that already. We really appreciate it and, and wouldn't be able to do this without you. So uh, if you want to become a patron, go, go to patreon.com slash supertalk. Thank you, patrons. Thank you for uh, jumping on board the Super Talk podcast train. Well, let's get into the review section this week, and we've got a couple things to talk about here. Um, first and foremost, we had uh, episode four for Peacemaker drop last week. Um, you know, after we got the first three episodes in week one, this was kind of the the you know the new kind of keeping the story going episode. And uh, man, they they <laughs> they keep dropping some hits. Uh, you know, I, I'm telling you. The content of this show is pretty spectacular, and you know, I, you and I talked about this last week. I, James Gunn's writing is just perfect for this style of series and for this character. It just the, the comedic back and forth between all the different characters on the show, uh, the way that he's written the dialogue for P- the Peacemaker character, and even all the supporting characters. It really is just. I mean, you can just tell he's really enjoying himself in, in writing this show. It's so fun. I mean, it's just a fun show. And when, when you know, when Marvel does their Disney Plus series, we're always looking at Easter eggs and we're looking at this and that and speculating on this and that. I mean, even though he brings up a lot of of DC comic stuff that's canon and, 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 you know, Batmite and things like that. It, it's, it's woven into, um, the, the texture of the show so seamlessly. And, and it's basically the outcome is fun. It's just so fun. It's a great show. And <laughs> he, I, Oh yeah, I, we get into it, but go ahead. Yeah. So I, well, we can just do a, a quick recap of the episode. You know, this is a, uh, kind of the, the the first three episodes really, you know, bringing us to the culmination of them taking this hit on this senator who was supposedly a butterfly, and nobody on the team except Muir knew what a butterfly was until you know the hit on the senator happened, and then they found out that these the family, the senator's family, were all butterflies, and they were sitting at the dining room table eating some you know honey type liquid out of a bowl with these things coming out of their mouths and. And, uh, you know, uh, t- uh, Vigilante ends up, you know, taking out most of the family except the senator. And then Peacemaker and Vigilante get captured by Judo Master. They get taken to the, the basement. There's a fight down there. Uh, Peacemaker blows the face off of the senator and out flies this little alien winged type, yeah. fairy type of thing. Um, and that's how that episode ended. We really didn't know what was going to happen after that. And, and we see at the beginning of this episode, it's kind of the... You know, after the aftermath of, of that, what happened and the whole team is, you know, mirrors pissed off that it didn't go so smoothly yeah. and everybody screwed up and they're arguing with each other, um, you know, and and, uh, you know, vigilante is now officially a member of the team. Yeah. It looks like mirrors willing to take him on. He says, look, you know, we, we need a bunch of nut nut jobs and, and he's he's another nut job. Right. And, right. you know, so, um, you know, we need we need him there. Waller gave us a killer that won't kill. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that vigilante was a, will. Yeah. And, and that was one of the reasons why he kept him and, and, yeah. uh, peacemaker. And he saw too much. He knows too much. Right. <laughs> Peacemaker's like, I'd be able to give somebody who put the freaking mother freaking dove a piece on my sniper rifle. You know, it's just, <laughs> it's just hysterical, you know? Um, and, and I think that that's a big under, under theme of this, this show is we saw how ruthless and, um, you know, uh, we'll just say he really didn't think about anybody else but himself in the Suicide Squad movie, and he's really struggling with that now. Yeah. And there was a big scene in this episode where he has flashbacks of 
killing um what's his name um flag when he oh, killed, Rick Flag Rick yeah. Flag when yeah. he killed Flag he he's and Rick Flag with that. Who's, who says to him peacemaker what a joke right you yeah. know and he, and he's seeing the flash so he's really struggling with that um and then we we also get a lot of uh undertones in this episode of you know what his father did to him at raising him and how you know you know Robert Patrick who plays his father in the in the in the, in the show the what, white dragon yeah really really worked him over as a child and 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 you know peacemaker act asked a lot of the other members of the team hey did you read my file what did it say about my father and and how he raised me and so he's really starting to really kind of think back of like how he was raised and why he is who he is um and he's struggling with that right and 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 i think you know he he's starting to realize how fucked up it was yeah oh for sure and um another funny scene uh, is is when uh you know, he goes back to his house and, you know, he's looking through his stuff and we find out that he's he actually ca- captured the butterfly being yeah. in, in a jar and he's keeping it in his house. And he has some honey for it. Another, with, with another jar of honey as well. So he didn't he told the team that he killed it, you know, that he ended up shooting it, but he didn't. He kept he kept it. And so he's kind of like trying to figure out things on his own as yeah. well. He's not leaving it up to team to tell him what's going on. What a great character arc. I mean, he. They're really from this mindless killing machine, big dum dum. You know, they're really bringing in the fact you're starting to feel for the guy that he's struggling with. He is who he is because of the way his father raised him and tortured him and and trained him and made him kill somebody as a small kid. And and uh, then the loss of his brother. We don't know how that happened. We got a kind of a clip of it. His brother was kind of foaming at the mouth. It looked like he was in some kind of fight or something. I don't know if they fought each other, or the, uh, but uh, I, I think knows. we're going to find that out eventually. I, I think what so happened too. there? But it, it, you know, the father made mention of that, and I think the first or second episode where he's like, you know, I, I really, I wish your brother was the one who had survived. Yeah, and made you think that maybe he made them fight each other to the death or something like that. And yeah, we'll, we'll find that out, I'm sure. But but peacemaker and vigilante go back to his father's home. Um, because he wants to get another helmet that he thinks he needs <laughs> yeah. for the mission. Well, he ends up taking all of the helmets, um, and even they the, even the scurvy. <laughs> yeah, and they, you know, they, they're looking at the the white dragon costume, and and vigilante's like, you know, there's too many holes in the seams there. That's a terrible costume. No wait, you know, like a duck couldn't wear. And the whole conversation about the duck wearing the costume was just hysteric, yeah. hysterical. Um, but as they're leaving the house, one of the the funniest scenes of the show was. They're leaving the house and he's trying to avoid the nosy neighbor, right? Who's trimming his hedges, seems like every day. And he walks out and he's there. And he's like, Peacemaker, supposed to, supposed to be some superhero. He's like, said something. I'm like, Batman's got a cadre of villains the Joker, the Riddler, the Penguin. Yeah. Who do you have? And he goes, I don't have a cadre because I kill all my freaking enemies. Yeah. He said, Batman's a pussy. Yeah. If he had the guts to kill his enemies, they wouldn't be sending him to jail and then come out and kill more people. Right. You know how many people have extensively died? From Batman not killing people, you know, so he was just calling Batman a pussy because he said, look, I, at least I have the guts to kill the my enemies. You know, he puts his enemies in jail, then they escape from jail and kill more people. You know, if he had the balls, he would just kill yeah. them. And uh, that was it, a great it, was, line. it was kind of funny. It was, and it, it, it was really it was a great back and forth. And frankly, there's some truth to what he was saying. He, I mean, he how many times accuses him of being a supervillain, right? Right. How many times has Batman captured all of these supervillains, put them in Arkham Asylum, and they've escaped and killed more people? I mean, well, we'll, we'll get into that a little bit later. But like the first episode of Injustice, right? 
Oh, the the movie. Oh, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So we'll we'll we'll, we'll kind of talk through that later on. We're going to do a little review of that here in a minute. Um, but then we get a uh, uh, back at at the headquarters of the team. You know, they had captured Judo Master, and he was you know strapped to the couch, and he finds a way to 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 free himself from his bonds. Um, and then he you know kicks the team, and he, and he leaves. Um, and Peacemaker's, you know, going to go, goes, at, goes after him and runs out. And he does a great, like, superhero jump off the top of the roof. Yeah. It was awesome. Um, and he's like, rematch, motherfucker. Yeah. You know, he's like, he's like, it's on, you know. This smack talk was hilarious. Oh, it was great. And and they, they get into a really good fight there. And very, you know, they, they kind of did it like, you know, because uh, John Cena's a professional wrestler. So there's a lot of, like, wrestling moves in that mm-hmm. fight scene and everything. Slamming up on the on the ground, yeah. on cars, you know. <laughs> it was it was really fantastic. Well, it, it ends up, he ends up being shot um, by Leota. Leota comes out and, you know, he the Judah Master, after getting his ass kicked a little bit, is like, look, the butterflies, they're not what you think. They're boom. He gets shot in the chest by Leota, yeah. and you know he's like, "What do you think he was going to say?" Yeah, yeah, right. I guess we'll never know. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> she's like, "Is he dead?" He's like, "No, no. These martial arts can slow their heart rate. He's still alive. No, he can move his kidney up into his heart, and his heart can start beating for him." And he's like, <laughs> "She's like, they can't do that." <laughs> this is, it was hysterical. He is still alive, though. Yeah, he is still alive somehow. Yeah. Uh, they they got him back in the in the in the headquarters on an IV, so somehow he he survives a, a gunshot to the chest. Um, but then we do get some, oh, and the other kind of side, side plot to this is, uh, Leota actually, um, kind of, you know, puts a bug in Vigilante's ear and says, you know, I think, I think he's, I think he's a nice guy. I think Peacemaker, he's a nice dude. Like he's a really nice guy, but I think his father's the one that's keeping him from being a nice guy. Yeah. Man, if his father wasn't around, I bet you he, he could be like a really good superhero. Yeah. Because his father's like, been put in prison. Yeah, his father's in prison, like he was in, you know, had had been framed for for what Peacemaker did. Um, but his father, you know, Vigilante's like, I'll be right back. I got to do something. And then he walks up to the 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 jail where all of the guards are having lunch outside. Picks up a trash can and starts throwing it into the window. And then he because he wants to get himself thrown in jail, and then he does. Um, and that whole scene where he meets. Uh, Robert Patrick, uh, Peacemaker's father, the White Dragon, in prison. He's sitting at the table with a bunch of other white supremacist prisoners, right? And they're all talking. And he's trying and, to associate with them. Oh, he's like, he sits down. And he goes, "Hey guys, let's all let's all tell each other about ourselves." And he says, he says something to the fact of, "Let's all go around the table and take turns <laughs> of 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 the things that." You know, African Americans have have contributed to society. You know, yeah. <laughs> and they're all like looking at him, like, "What the hell?" And they, it's just whole funny. He's obviously trying to rile him up. Yeah, um, he's and trying a, to start a fight. And a couple of them, you know, end up getting pissed and take swings at him. And he kicks the living crap out of him. Mm-hmm. And he wants uh, Peacemaker's father to come at him so he can take him out, but he he doesn't. He's like, no. He said, I'm not that stupid. If, if I come at you, the guards are going to see that I did, and I, I'm not I'm not that dumb. Yeah. Um, and then he, he, you know, the the team ends up getting him freed from prison. Um, and, and at the end of the episode, we find out that he feels like, I don't think I helped it, the situation. I probably hurt it. Right. It made it worse. Yeah, because yeah. his father, he says something it's, like, you're a bad father. And then his father puts it, 
puts it together that, oh, Peacemaker sent him in here right. to kill me so I wouldn't say anything about his mission. And then right. he starts screaming for the detective again. Because the reason why Vigilante knew his father was in prison was because they went to prison together so that Peacemaker could have a conversation with his father. And his father basically told him, like, look, I'm going to tell him it wasn't me, it was you. And you're you're going to be put in here, not me. And, and he's like, well, you know, you're... I'm not a rat, but that's what I'm going to do. He goes, well, oh, that really does make you a rat, you know? <laughs> you know. So uh, anyway, he he knows what's going on there, so he thinks things are getting worse. Um, but then we do get some, some at the end of the episode, again, the, the undertones of the, the hair metal rock that's in awesome. this show is great. Uh, Peacemaker goes back to his trailer. He's lying on his bed. He lights up a joint. He puts on some hair metal, and he, he, he blows the the pot smoke into the jar that the, um, the, the, butterflies, the butterflies in, in tries, butterflies gets him high, in, yeah. but he, he's getting flashbacks now that you were mentioning earlier of, of, uh, being forced to kill somebody as a, as a child. We saw his father had some guy tied up in a chair and handed him a knife and basically was like your turn, yeah. you know? And he's like, Holy crap. So he's remembering some of these things. Then we see the scene of his brother falling to the ground, foam coming out of his mouth. So he's wondering, you know, we're, so we don't know what happened there, but obviously something happened there. And, and right. they, he's having memories of him and his brother just hanging out in the room, listening to music and yeah. stuff. So they had a, a good relationship, and ultimately something happened. And I think we're going to find out that yeah. in a later episode. Uh, but the big reveal right at the end of the episode when, when that scene was over. What a twist. Yeah. I mean, I did not see this coming. Muir gets a call from from, from Leota, and, and she's, she's like, you got to come back. You got to come back. Uh, vigilante just got out of jail and he's got a, he's got something he wants to tell us and he's he's like I'll be right there and then we see him sit down at the at the table and the thing comes out of his mouth and he starts eating out of a yeah, bowl. He's a butterfly. He is a butterfly. So wow. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Great twists and turns. Yeah, so that's a big part of this episode. We'll find out where that's going, but that's how the episode ended. But Great, and we've got uh, two more episodes, I think, right? It's six six episodes, I believe so. Yeah, so hey, we're looking forward to it. It's it's uh it's been great so far, and I I mean I think um, James Gunn and, and HBO and and Warner Brothers and DC have a have a hit on their hands with this character, and I'd love to see where they're going to go with this. Is at six the end. or eight? I, I can't. Remember. I, I don't know. I, I, th- I thought it was I, only. They six. released the first three, right? Yeah, right off the bat, and then I think I remember there being five more. So maybe not. Maybe. Um, yeah. It's either six February or eight. February 20th, I think, is the last episode. Okay. Well, so then, yeah. then it's eight. It's, it's got to be eight. Yeah. Then. Yeah. All right. Well, we've got, we're halfway there. So then even better. Yeah. Even better. Um, and as Titanium alluded to earlier, we also had um, a movie hit HBO Max this week. Um, I mentioned this a few episodes ago that uh, right after in DC's um, fandom event, they had... Um, run an ad for a new animated movie they were releasing called Injustice. And this was based on the NetherRealms uh, video game that came out based on the DC uh, characters called Injustice, uh, where all the, the DC characters end up fighting each other. Um, and they, they decided to make a movie out of it. And man, is it dark. Yeah, it's good. Oh man, is it! I dark. just started it. I haven't seen it. It's it's dark. I just started it. It's good. Uh, just uh, you know, I won't give away the entire movie, but the the plot is, um, Superman has a massive tragedy that causes him to question his methods and and his goodness, yes. right? And so, you know, the the thing about Superman is that he's the most powerful being on the planet, but he's fundamentally a good person 
and that's why he doesn't. He's not like a Homelander on um, right on the boys. Although he could be right, but if yeah, if or he was Omni Man, right? Yeah, if he wasn't a, a a good person, he could easily, you know, do some pretty bad things. And ultimately, he starts questioning that and starts changing what he's doing. And part some of the Justice League members are with him, and some of the Justice League members are not. Yeah. And uh, it's it's a really really good uh, kind of little movie. Um, if you're interested in the characters and seeing where it goes, it's 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 pretty fun to watch. So it's probably worth a, a, a look. So uh, HBO Max, it's called Injustice. It's really good. animated movie. Yep, yep, very good. All right, well, let's jump right into the news this week. And we had, uh, as we mentioned on last week's episode, uh, on Monday night at uh, on the fo- uh, we had a football game, playoff NFL playoff game. We did finally get the drop of the Moon Knight full trailer. Yeah, um, and I know you were giddy. Probably Oof. watched it like twelve times. I watched it more than twelve times. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, we kind of got we got to see Ethan Hawke's character for the first time. We got to see a little bit more of him in his uniform. We got to see more of his personalities, the different personalities, and how he's struggling with his, not only the multiple personalities, but his sleep disorder. Um, so he, he can't sleep at night. He's always having nightmares, and uh, he's chaining himself to the bed because he's, he's afraid of what he's doing when he's sleeping. Yeah. Um, so that's pretty interesting. He gets, uh, he finds a phone hidden in his wall, and he... It's ringing and he picks it up and somebody, you know, calls him Mark on the phone and but he's going by a different name, uh, Steven, Steven uh, at the time. And he's like, why'd you call me Mark? So you kind of get a, a, some insight into this multiple personality disorder that he's struggling with and the different, you know, real personalities that are living, you know, lie, a life, you know, that they think is their life while there's these other personalities yeah, we've talked about this trailer, um, and it and it, I've seen it a, a lot. I've watched it and broke down. I looked at each frame by frame. I, it's really good. I mean, I think this series is for me. It's one of the most anticipated shows coming out in 2022. And we did get a release date too, right? Yeah, March 30th. March 30th. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, as we discussed last week, you you had kind of heard rumors that it was going to be late March. Um, I would have been upset if we didn't get a release date at all. The fact that we got one is good. The fact that it's March 30th. Sucks. Kind of sucks, but at the same time. At least we have it. We have a release date, so we know it's coming. I I think this is going to be really cool. Um, There's so many little Easter eggs and so many little twists that people are reading into and that I read into myself. You you just don't know. I mean, the Ethan Hawke villain, um, you know, who is he? Is he the the sun god? Is he possessed? He's some kind of cult leader. Uh, We know Moon Knight and the sun god have this big conflict in the comics. Is he playing that character? Yeah, Who the, knows? We'll get a little bit more into his history as we get closer to the series. Sure, yeah, we'll break um, him down. But but you know the these Egyptian gods or these they're elder gods of the Marvel universe. Um, they they can't be on Earth themselves. They need an avatar, and um, the the sun god we believe has picked the Ethan Hawke character as his avatar, and we know the moon god who is uh, the the one that's. Um, uh, inhabits Moon Knight yeah. and gives him his powers, and so we'll kind of see where that goes. We there's some theories about that. We feel feel that the there, he's beating up some creature in a bathroom. Definitely um, a jackal, I think. Well, I mean, or werewolf by night. Yeah, that, that could be that character as sure. well. Who who is a, a Moon Knight um, villain from his comics, Werewolf by Night? And then there's some talk about that character showing up in other places in the MCU. So right. that would make a lot of sense there too. But 
hey, it got us excited. You know, we're we're really interested to see where they're going. Yeah, um, I, we, you know, the fact that he says, you know, there's chaos in you. Could that be his multiple personalities, or could that be chaos magic? Well, he itself? says there's chaos in you. You know, set it free, yeah. and then we see another scene of of the. Moon Knight costume coming over his body, yeah. and it's like, wow, this is really. Why cool. Why is he <laughs> picking him out in that crowd? I, I, it's so interesting. I think it's it's going to be great. I mean the 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 trailer just gave you enough of a taste to really get you excited about this show. Well, and Oscar Isaac uh, has been interviewed about this a couple times, and he said one of the things. So, um, Mark, one of the most we- challenging parts he's ever played he right and one of the things that he did he said you know since mark specter struggles with multiple personalities he wanted to make sure that every time a personality that he's portraying on the screen he wanted the audience to know who they were just by the way that he was acting and not necessarily how he he had to you know say Could who he accents was and everything so he he developed different accents yeah. for each one of the different personalities so yeah. you would know who he was at every time so that's really cool that he's doing that yeah, yeah I, I think in the comic Stephen Grant was um, the rich billionaire guy and he's kind of like the Bruce Wayne yeah he's the rich and this yeah. the Stevie the Stephen or Steven, uh and this is like the nerdy kind yeah. of uh, looks like a a gift shop, you know, the guy that runs the register at the gift right. shop. Maybe, I don't know, but, uh, I mean, come on, this is going to be a home run. Yeah. We're looking awesome. forward to it. it. And again, it, it sucks that we're going to have to wait a couple months for this, but, uh, you know, Hey, it'll be great when it gets here. Yeah. And when it gets closer, we'll break down the characters sure. and we'll break down more of what moon Knight is all we'll about. We'll do a full preview or, you know, sure. of, of moon Knight for everybody. So they kind of know what they're looking forward to. Uh, we did get some other moon Knight news this week, and this is unfortunate news. Uh, so the, there's a French actor. His name is uh, Gaspard Uliel. Um, he plays the character Anton Mogart in the moon Knight series, yeah. uh, the midnight man. And I'll, I'll kind of talk about that here in a second. Uh, but he died tragically in a skiing accident um, at the age of 37. So he had already finished filming the, the all of his parts. The the show was done for him, but he was you know on vacation skiing and just died yeah, in the Alps. Yeah, yeah, crazy accident, right? Yeah, he, so, he collided with another skier, and he wasn't wearing a helmet and um, uh, head trauma. Oh yeah, man, died of head trauma. Yeah, so uh, you know, rest in peace, uh, Gaspard Uliel, talented but, actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know. So the the midnight I again we don't know much about the plot and, and uh, of the show yet. Hopefully we'll get some more trailers as we move forward. But the Midnight Man character is uh, from the Moon Knight comics. Was kind of a a villain that he fought against a, a, a few times. Um, was was a, a thief like a kind of like a, a Catwoman type of thief would would right. steal. Um, precious, highly skilled in uh, martial arts and fighting, but he was a thief. Yeah, he he would go. He would. He was called the Midnight Man because he would steal things at midnight. At midnight, right? Right, and he would he would break into museums and we'd steal, you know, valuable works of art. Um, and 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 that was kind of his thing. Uh, but I think that it's possible that he's maybe one of the earlier villains that Moon Knight is fighting against um, as the series is going, and maybe. You know, there's stories of, oh, the Midnight Man was captured last night by a, a, a mass vigilante. And yeah. like, don't know who it was. We don't know how big the part was or how small right. it was. We don't know yeah. anything. Right. Yeah. But we'll, we'll, we'll find out a little bit later. Tragic. Yeah. Absolute shame. Um, <laughs> and the hits keep coming for this one, too. So we got some more uh, box office totals for Spider-Man No Way Home. It did spend one week um, uh, last weekend. I think Scream 
uh, was released and it overtook them as the number one movie in the box office. But they were for back, one weekend. Yeah. yeah, they were back on top this weekend. Spider Man's back on top as the number one movie in the box office. Had another, uh, I think it was fourteen million in box office totals this weekend. It is now over seven hundred and twenty-one million dollars domestically. It is now number four all-time domestic movie behind Avatar. At, which is at seven hundred forty nine million, so it's easily going to pass that. Yeah. Uh, in an, in another couple of weeks, but unbelievable. Um, this is going to end up being, you know, in the top three, uh, probably when it's done. Um, maybe one or two, but uh, who knows how long this run continues? The fact that we don't have any major movies dropping for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, I would think until Batman comes out, you know. Yeah, Which what's is, in February? We got nothing, nothing in February. Yeah, nothing. Uh, again, you know, your theories around the reason why the, the Morbius movie was delayed from this month to March uh, or April 1st now uh, is likely because they didn't want to suck away the momentum that, that Spider-Man No Way Home has. Suck away from the momentum and also perhaps maybe an end credit scene with one of the spiders or Spider-Man or, or, or inject something like that. I mean, you, you got a home run like this. You can't you can play it. You got to play off of it. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for, I'm looking for that. I'm looking forward to that movie big time. Yeah. Well, well, we're all, we all are. So I, again, speaking of avatar, avatar two comes out December 16th. Yeah. Avatar. You haven't heard anything about that. No. And, uh, I think we're going to get a trailer at the Super Bowl. I think so too. Well, possible. Um, so James Cameron is, is filming the three, follow-on movies simultaneously yeah. so he's doing the um two three and four right yeah two avatars two i mean and it's been nine years since avatar came out it's yeah. been a long time um and so they're making the sequel to avatar but they're making three sequels to avatar simultaneously yeah um and and as you can imagine the production has been slowed and and interrupted by the covid pandemic and everything else that's going on there so um it's taken a lot longer for them to do that, but he's basically doing the the same thing they did with the Lord of the Rings movies, where they basically filled all of them at one point in time and then just released them, yeah, you know, year after year. So I think the plan is for them to release one a year, two years. What, is it two years ago? Yeah. Part now, twenty twenty two, and then twenty twenty four is number three. Yeah. So, he, but they're going to film them all at one time. Yeah. So that's what they're doing. But yeah, well, I wouldn't amazing. be. I mean, that's going to be. I, I that's think the only movie I can see. Giving Spider-Man a run for its money. Yeah, it'll be big. I mean, it'll it will be huge, and if it, especially if it comes out around the same time around Christmas time, I mean, it, it's going to have the same yeah. response, right? So, what do we have coming around Christmas? Um, Shazam! Is, Shazam! Yeah, the Fury of the Gods movie is coming Ooh. out in December. Uh, uh, there's something else though. Is uh, Aquaman? No, no, that's not coming out. Is that coming out in December? I thought the Flash movie comes out before that. It comes out in like mm. October, November time frame. I have to check my yeah. timeline. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think Shazam: Fear of the Gods is supposed to be released uh, around Christmas time, so that would be something that could could fall in the wake of the Avatar uh, yeah. sequel. Yeah, for sure. Um, we got a few more pieces of content that were dropped on Disney Plus this week. I don't know if you had a cha- uh, chance to check them out. They did. So all of um, Marvel over the years had developed these what they called one shots. Um, the most famous of them was the Trevor Slattery mandarin one shot that they did um after iron man 3 to kind of show you what happened to him when he was in prison and that the real mandarin was not happy that he took his name 
Um, Not my favorite one, but that's no, but a, that's, that's the, the most famous one, the one that probably most people have seen. Yeah. There were several others. The um, Agent Coulson one, On My Way to Thor's Hammer, is my favorite. Yeah, that. so they did a few of those, and, and these were kind of little, little, really, YouTube shows that they made to kind of tie um, some of the, the, the plots between movies together. Yeah. So they wanted to let you know what was happening between <clears throat> movies, um, and they showed Agent Coulson driving through New Mexico, going to to where Thor was with his hammer, and, you know, he stops at a, a gas station, and, that, and that's a pretty cool one. Um, there's another one where uh, a couple of people, um, teen, teenagers, get, you know, a Chitauri weapon, and Agent Sitwell has to go retrieve this Chitauri weapon. Yeah. There's one with Agent Carter, and that one was really designed to set up her limited television series that was on ABC, the agent Carter series kind of post, you know, captain America first adventure. Yeah. Uh, they set that one up. Um, there was a couple with Thor, um, and which are hysterical where it was in between, um, uh, it was right before Ragnarok, but it was after, um, Ultron age of Ultron and before, uh, or, in the middle of civil war was going on, but he wasn't part of civil war. So he's trying to tell everybody where he was. He was kind of disappointed. He wasn't invited to participate and he really doesn't have any good friends. So he moved into an apartment in Australia with, with a guy. Uh, It's they're hysterical. So there's a couple of that. And then the final one is grandmaster. Thor ends up um, not being there, obviously because he's what happened in Ragnarok. But then Grandmaster, he the guy that he was living with is looking for a new roommate, and Grandmaster was the one who answered his ad, and now the Grandmaster was living with him. Oh, and it's Jeff Goldblum, and it's hysterical. So, <clears throat> look, they're like five to ten minutes long. They're not long at all. Worth a watch, and you'll kind of go back and see how they were kind of trying to plug in some of the holes between some of the yeah. movies, but uh, it was just fun to see them uh, release those there. And then uh, we do have an announcement that you know, Marvel had done these uh, Marvel Studios assembled episodes kind of after each one of these Disney Plus series yeah. doing a behind the scenes filming of the show and kind of give you an inside more look backstory, yeah. inside look at the actors and, and the, the directors and producers and, and how they made the shows and everything. So the one for Hawkeye has not been dropped yet. That is coming out on Feb- February 7th. So we did get that announcement. Uh, so February 7th, that one's going to come out. We're going to see the behind the scenes uh, filming of the Hawkeye series come cool. out February 7th show. Yeah. Really Those are cool. good. All right. Well, let's jump into our topic of the week this week, of course, brought to us by our friends over at studio GG studios, home of the man band. Yeah. On the cob. And, and what's their superhero black Viper, black Viper. If you haven't checked out black Viper, you probably should. Yeah. You so, probably should. So go check them out. Studio GG studios. Uh, go check out their YouTube page. You will be singing it for majority of the night. It is <laughs> catchy. Yep. Never loses its flavor, not like a piece of gum that you spit out after three seconds. All right. Well, we've had two new movies come out since uh, Titanium and I re-ranked our movies. I think we 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 looked at our MCU movie rankings. It was our, our first episode. It was one of the things, first things we did on on Super Talk when we launched the show. We ranked the the MCU movies. Yeah, we went through our rank, rankings, each of our, our personal rankings. And then after Shang Chi came out, we said, "Hey, let's." figure out where this movie fits into our rankings of movies, right? So there are now 26 total um, Marvel movies in the MCU. We're not, you know, including um, the independent, you know, Tobey Maguire 
and and uh, Andrew Garfield, Spider-Man movies, nothing, not, nothing that's not directly related to Marvel Studios. So these are just the MCU-based Marvel Studios right. movies. Um, we've had two come out since Shang Chi when we last looked at this list. We had the Eternals come out last fall, uh, which was just recently released on Disney Plus. So if you haven't seen that, go out and check it out. Uh, does really at you know create a lot of questions about the future of the MCU and where the Eternals and the Celestials and all these other in the Black Knight and everything else are gonna what's gonna happen going forward. So it, it does probably create more questions than it answers. A little taste of Blade in there. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see where that one's going. Um, but we've had two, we've had, uh, those two movies come out. So we wanted to say, well, where do we put these movies in the pantheon or the order now of our MCU movie rankings? Again, now we're, now that we're up to 26. So let's, you know, review our list again and find out where these movies fit in. So the first one we can talk about, which will probably be the highest one on our list is Spider-Man No Way Home. So yeah. you and I have wax poetic about this movie and talked about how much we love it and thought it was a great movie. Not only a great standalone movie, but you know, when you think about it, probably the best Spider-Man movie ever made pretty close. If not arguably, arguably, you know, again, I, I, I think, and again, this is not an MCU movie, but, but I, I I do think into the spider verse was a great Spider-Man movie and probably one of my favorites, but this one live action, this is the best live action Spider-Man movie ever. I agree. So that being said, well, where does it fall inside of our MCU movie rankings across all the other MCU movies? Um, so why don't you tell us where you put it on your list? It's Cam? top five for me. I have it at number four. Um, it, it's a top five Marvel movie for me. It, I couldn't put it any lower. It's just, it's too good. So list out your, what are your top five now? Uh, number one, Iron Man. Number two, uh, I have Endgame, but I could have sworn I put Infinity War at number two. Um, but yeah, number two, number three, Endgame, Infinity War, and then uh, Spider-Man No Way Home, and then five, Guardians 1, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, so it is a top five movie for Titanium. And I, I also have it at number four um, behind uh, the original Avengers, uh, Infinity War number two, Endgame number three, then Spider-Man No Way Home, and then Black Panther after that is number five. So... It is definitely, without question, a top five movie. Um, you know, this is one of those movies that when it does get released to on demand, Disney Plus, or wherever we're going to be able to watch it, who knows when or how it's going to happen, we'll probably buy it, the digital version, and I will watch that movie. Oh, yeah. I've seen several it. times. Yeah, and I've seen it in the theater twice already. I'm thinking about a third. Um, it, it's one of those movies where if I see it in the theater twice, like the other ones, it, it's a big time movie for me. Oh yeah. So, yeah. so it'll be one that it'll be on again. Like I can't wait for it to come out on demand and I'll watch it again. It, it's, it's that good. So that's the easier one. The other one is the Eternals. And I think you and I were pleasantly surprised about how much we liked this movie. I yeah. thought, I thought, we, you know, our expectations for this movie were incredibly low. Um, and it exceeded our expectations, which was really good. We were, again, the, the, the things that we had heard, the cast was fantastic, which we knew already. Uh, we, we heard the movie was visually stunning, right? You know, Chloe Zhao was going to do a fantastic job with the visuals and the special effects and everything else, which it was, but the plot of the movie and the characters 
were actually a lot better than I thought yeah. they were going to be. Um, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. I thought this was the movie we we knew it was going to be visually stunning. That's what everybody was talking about. Uh, I felt like it was going to be crowded um, because of all the characters and a lot of. Uh, the star power. Of the star power that yeah. was in there and to give them screen time. Also, a lot of characters that they had to develop and talk about and give this history of who the Eternals are, what they're all about. I thought it was going to be a little cumbersome. And it was at points. Uh, it it kind of was at times. Uh, it was a lot to digest. There was a lot going on, a lot of information. So, um, But still, really pleasantly surprised. I liked it a lot. But, but I have it at number 20 number 20 so it's in my top 20 but it's at number 20 yeah i have it a little bit higher than that i actually have it at number 17 so it's a little bit okay. higher for me um you know i i do think it's better than spider-man where do you have shang chi i have that at 11 okay i have so it at 10 yeah it's a little bit higher for me yeah, yeah. me too i have yeah. it at 10 yeah, so it, but I I do think it's it's better than you know Spider Man Far From Home and Captain Read Marvel. Me your top twenty, top twenty is now Avengers, Infinity War, Endgame, Spider Man No Way Home, Black Panther, Captain America Winter Soldier, Iron Man, Captain America Civil War, Ragnarok, Guardians, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, Spider Man Homecoming, Doctor Strange, Avengers Age of Ultron. Captain America, the first Avenger, Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 2, Eternals, Spider-Man Far From Home, Captain Marvel, Iron Man 3. So that's my top 20. Wow. Captain Marvel at 19? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I I thought it was, again, I I know there's people out there, some of our fans out there that- One sitting right next to you. Yeah, that that are not big fans of Brie Larson. And and, uh, I I, yeah, I think her off-screen antics are- Taking away, she's a smoke show, but her off-screen antics are taken away from the character. Yeah, but and that, I think they got the '90s music right on. That was great. And Sam Jackson was he's great in that movie. And they brought Coulson back for that movie, and the introduction of the the scrolls into the MCU. I mean, there there was a, there were some big parts of that that movie. And and again, Captain Marvel, the character, is very important for Marvel, the MCU, the Avengers going forward. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, that's why I, I had that up there. Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I had Eternals at 20. So so you want to read your top 20? Oh, uh, Iron Man, Endgame, Infinity War, uh, Spider-Man, No Way Home, uh, Guardians 1, um, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. At 7, I have Avengers. At 8, I have Ragnarok. At 9, I have Civil War. 10, I have Shang-Chi. Uh, 11, I have Homecoming, Spider-Man Homecoming. At 12, I have Ant-Man. At 13, I have Doctor Strange. 14, Guardians 2. 15, uh, Captain America First Avenger. 16, Age of Ultron. 17, Far From Home. 18, Black Panther. 19, Ant-Man and the Wasp. And 20, Eternals. So the only movie on that list that's been nominated for an Oscar, you have it at 18. I have it at 18. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I just I thought it was a great movie. I think the character is, is phenomenal. Um, but uh, compared to the other ones, I enjoyed the other ones way more. And I've seen Black Panther like three or four times. Right. Um, but it's it's tough to rank Black Panther. It really is. It had a lot of hype and a lot of momentum um, that I felt was okay. Yeah, it's 
It's really, it's a great movie. It's really good, but I'm not going to put it in my top five because everybody says it's so great. It's just, you know, that's where I put it. So we each have our own opinion, right? <laughs> Which Absolutely. Is great and thing and another this. thing that I get a lot of shit about is the Ant-Man movies. I have them ranked very high. It's because my love for Paul Rudd. <laughs> I just think he's the greatest. So that's like the exact opposite of the Brie Larson scenario is that you love Paul Rudd so much. Yes. And therefore you probably elevate the Ant-Man movies Correct. higher in your list because you like the actor that much. Yes. And that's why the Captain Marvel movie is so low on your list. Well, I have it at 23. So right. it's it. You have it at eighteen. Yeah, I have it at twenty three. So it's it's somewhere there, but not really. Yeah, but it and I, I think your disdain for her is is definitely affected. Could have something to do with it. Yeah, yeah. which is why you love the Iron Fist uh, series on Netflix so much. Now you, you oh, you're, no. you're trying to trigger me. <laughs> that was a trigger. You're trying to trigger me. You know <laughs> I hate that series. Hated it like the, poor Finn Jones. Man. Oh, he'll, he'll never get over. Uh, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure he's a great kid, Finn Jones. Hey, good luck with your acting career. Stay away from Iron Fist. Don't play that part ever again. Oh. So speaking of uh, Netflix, uh, I had some friends over the other night, and uh, some a question was asked. You know, they said, "Hey, have you, you seen Hawkeye?" And we were kind of talking. Of course, I've seen Hawkeye. Yeah, we were talking about it. I said, how did you like the Vincent D'Onofrio cameo? And they're like, oh, my God. When he showed up, I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. He's a great actor. And I'm like, yeah, did you know that he played that character in the Daredevil Netflix series? And then he's like, no, I've never seen him. I'm like, you got to go back and watch those. That's like the main character. That's why it's so cool for him to be in Hawkeye's because he was in the oh he's a, you mean the same guy that was in the Spider-Man movie that caught the brick I'm like yeah that's Daredevil and they're bringing him back too and he's like oh yeah I should probably go back and watch this <laughs> and, you know and we've talked about the you know the Netflix series look Daredevil was a home run all three seasons were off the charts good just 100% home runs right so if you haven't seen him go see the Daredevil I mean if you're only going to watch one go see the first three seasons of Daredevil yeah yeah I would say I that the first season of The Punisher was amazing. Yeah. Amazing. The second season, kind of really, really violent and gory, but um, really kind of a crazy plot in the second season. But still, The Punisher, uh, I would recommend as well. Yeah. Jessica Jones, you will love it. You will be surprised at how much you like it. It is very, very good. Luke Cage and Iron Fist, eh, there, I'd say you, you know there. I think Luke that, Cage before Iron Fist. Luke Cage was okay, um, but well, and but again, Daredevil, Mike Colton who played Luke Cage, awesome. perfect guy for for the role. I'd love played to the see him great. with some real writers behind him. Yes, like some kind of writers behind him. I think they focus so much on making Harlem a character in that in that series, uh, a character of its own that it took away from the superhero-ness of the whole show. Well, and and you and I have had discussions about this before, not on Super Talk, so we'll talk about it a little bit here. Those series struggled with the contractual obligations they had to Netflix. So they had to make a 13-episode series. Yeah. and Instead of a six or an eight. If you watch those series now, you will see how drawn out they are yeah. and how so many episodes are slow and there just takes them forever to get to certain parts of, of the plot. And as a matter of fact, the one thing that Luke Cage suffered from in the first season was they went through like seven or eight episodes with Mahersha Ali as Diamondback, the big villain of the movie. 
And then he dies. Spoiler alert. And then they bring in a totally new villain for the second half of the ser- series. And you're like, what just happened here? Yeah. And it was because it was disjointed. They had to do 13 episodes and they couldn't fill 13 episodes of Diamondback. So they had to go with Bushmaster in the second part. But of you it. wanted 13 episodes right. of, of, of Daredevil. I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, you wanted oh, more that, episodes of Daredevil. It was he, so that's, good. It's amazing. So, yeah. So, look, go check them out. Um, you know, they're, they're still on Netflix, and and it's good to see that now Marvel is grasping hold of some of those actors who played those roles because they did such a great job, and I can't wait to see where they're going to put them. Um, again, we've got some rumors that we're going to possibly see Charlie Cox again during the She-Hulk series on Disney+. Plus. Most likely going to see him in the Echo series when that comes out. Probably yeah. next year. Um, can't wait to see where he shows up. Gosh, if if uh, John Bernthal comes back as a Punisher, I will flip myself because he was just so good in that role. And People we already lose their minds. Yeah, and we already know that Kingpin's back. So, and and again, there's uh, Kristen Ritter who played uh, Jessica Jones. The rumors are that she's been asked to come back as well. So, who knows what they're going to do with these characters? I can't wait to see. I think it added to Spider-Man uh, No Way Home. Oh my Absolutely God. right. We. Come we on. went crazy when that happened in that movie. Come on, that that's a that's just a, how did you do that? Yeah, exactly. I'm a good lawyer. Yeah, right. Oh my god! And you noticed his hand was right behind his, right? Yeah, he was yeah. going to catch that break. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Professor. Good show. Let's right. uh, let's ring the bell. School's over. All right. Well, that's it for us this week. We'll be back next week for more Super Talk. To get in touch with us on social media, hit us up via email at supertalkpodcast at outlook.com or at supertalkpod on Twitter. Until then, stay super, everyone. Thank <laughs> you.